Aiden Mokram is on the line now. Aiden, so good to be talking to you tonight. Welcome to the show. Hi, Butler Sam. Thanks a lot for having me. It's an absolute pleasure, sir. How is uh, your time in uh, domestic colours? We know that you haven't uh, been out for um, the Proteas in quite some time. How did you find that experience being back at your franchise? Yeah, great, thanks. Um, look, when you have quite a lengthy break, uh, it's just nice to be doing what you really love again. So I um, thoroughly enjoyed the, this past couple of weeks being back on the field. Um, obviously, Titans is like a, a second home for, for a lot of us players. So, yeah, I'm loving it so far and just enjoying being back on the pitch. Absolutely. And we can see that you're enjoying being back on the pitch. I mean, you scored a century not too long ago and uh, also it was against your arch rivals, the Imperial Lions. Uh, how do you find your form at the moment? Yeah, I mean, it's all right, thanks. Um, look, naturally, after quite a lengthy break, it it might take a, a bit of time to feel at your best again. Um but most importantly, I think it's it's just been trying to do whatever the team requires. Um, and yeah, fortunately, on, on a couple of occasions, we've scored a bit of runs. And on a couple, as, as it works in cricket, we haven't. So um, we sort of, it's just something you take in your stride, um, trying to improve and get better every day. Um, but yeah, enjoying it. And, and look, if, if, we, if we are in the runs, it's forever grateful. Absolutely, and uh, I mean, it really does look like you enjoy it. But you, 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 you've always been somebody that uh, enjoys his cricket, uh, and we can just see by the way you play uh, when you're in the middle, especially with the bat in hand. Um, uh, but I want to ask, what happens when you, you know, go out for seven runs? What what goes through your mind in that situation, and how quickly do you move past that uh, disappointment, so to speak? Yeah, I think look initially. Um it's it's a it's a tough one. Obviously, the, the biggest reason for that is you want to do well for the side and try to get the team in a good position. Um, but I think at the end of the day, um, sort of once you reflect on your game, be it that night or maybe a couple of hours after, um, you you sort of ask yourself, how well did you prepare? Um, did you leave any stones unturned? And if you if you prepared and, and ticked sort of every box in preparation for the game. Um, and had your game plan and went out within your game plan, it, it normally sits quite easy with me. Um, it's sort of when I, I struggle to stay within my game plan or, you know, do something silly or out of the ordinary um, is something that really bothers me. So, look, I think naturally it, it, it hurts a bit to, to not score runs and, and luckily the main reason is because you, you want to contribute and put the team in a good position. Um, but it's also something you've got to understand that in cricket, I think if you look at the best batsmen in the world, Satchins and Bill, I think, only passed 50 once every three innings that he batted. So yeah. you're failing two out of every three times, essentially. Um, so it's about, like you say, having to deal with it and trying to sort of take it in your stride and just make sure you, you're giving yourself the best chance to succeed. And if it doesn't happen, then so be it. And now you on the other side of of uh, the coin. You you on the side where you are on ninety eight ninety nine. Uh, you on the cusp of that milestone. You've been you know trudging along towards it. And ever so often, I'd I'd assume you look up to the scoreboard to see where you are. What goes through your mind? Is it a Aiden? Don't bottle this. Don't bottle this. <laughs> yeah, look, it's definitely something you don't want to bottle. Um, and there is sort of that little extra bit of pressure that you naturally put on yourself because it's it's a milestone for a reason um, but at the end of the day I just sort of just try to tell myself that if you do manage to get to the 100 um, you, you're still wanting to score 130, 140 plus so it's not like you've achieved what you actually wanted to achieve so the big one is trying to get to 
the big hundreds, um, so to speak. So it sort of takes a bit of that pressure off um, because, look, that 99 or 100 at the end of the day um, is not your 140 or, or that, that big 100 that we're after. So if, if that makes any form of sense. Um, but, yeah, there is that little bit of nerve that creep in and sort of anxiousness to, to try to get that done as quick as possible. Um but I think it's like that for, for most players, to be honest. Now, uh, the fact that you've made, you know, 400s in Test cricket up to date, uh, and, and I want to specifically look at the Proteas, not to say that on domestic level it, it doesn't mean as much, but of course the Proteas century for, for the spectator means more. Uh, um, what goes through your mind when you, um, you know, when you're there, when you, when you, you know you've done it before, it is test you've made four, but then you look at your ODIs and uh, you haven't had the greatest ODIs in terms of conversion into uh, milestones. Yeah, look, you're right. Um, it's nice to be able to sort of try to take a bit of confidence from uh, scoring hundreds in test match cricket. Um, but obviously, ODI cricket is completely different in the sense that you've got to adjust the, the way you bet according to, to sort of what the game needs and then what the team needs at a certain stage of the game. So um, that's probably where I, I've been getting it wrong. Um, maybe sometimes going too hard up front if, if we're chasing a big total. Um, just those sort of things. So look, at, at the end of the day, I think it's nice to know maybe ability-wise that it is possible to get 100 at international cricket. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's more the me trying to sort of nail the, the stage of the game down um, and developing a plan and an approach to to get us ahead of the game that, that I've probably been lacking in, in early cricket for South Africa. So it's something I'm trying to work on. It's something that's quite difficult to train because naturally each time you walk out to bat, it's a different situation. Yeah. Um, but if you can be prepared for what you think you, you might come across, then I suppose you, you're trying to give yourself the best chance to succeed. If you've just tuned in, I'm talking to uh, Protea and Titans batsman Aidan Markram. Uh, you can also find him playing around with the ball sometimes, but let's not take him too seriously. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, talk, <laughs> talking about about your bowling, I mean, you, you've you've had a, a couple of innings with the ball in hand. Um, you know, h- how much do you actually work on your bowling in the nets? Yeah, look, it's something I, I, I do take quite seriously, um, especially white ball cricket. I think. Um, in the areas and if the T20 stuff for Titans, I, I do see there being a role for, for myself to play with the ball. It doesn't have to be my full 10 overs, but if, mm. if it can take a load off a bowler that might be struggling on the day, then it can only help the team, at the, uh, um, which, which is exactly what I'm after. So it's something I put a lot of, a lot of work into. Um, naturally, bowling in, in red ball cricket, so your four-day stuff with test cricket is a different challenge on its own because you don't have the protection required, so consistency needs to be a lot better. Um, and obviously, consistency is where I get it wrong, not being a, a full-time bowler. So um, it is something I enjoy doing. I enjoy the challenge of bowling as a, as a part-timer, so to speak. Um, and, and I do try work hard on it, um, especially for white ball stuff. And uh, your best bowling spell. So I don't want to talk figures here, but I want to talk a spell where you felt really in control of your balls and you were hitting the right line, the right, line, the right length uh, at the right time. Sure, I wish I could tell you. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't happen too often, to be, to be fair. Um, look, at any any spell that sort of, when a team is chasing and, and we're trying to defend a total, any spell that I'll try or come on to bowl, I'll, I'll try naturally go mm. at less than the rate required because naturally that's going to increase the rate and, and put, 
pressure on the, on the people that are trying to chase the runs for the opposition. Um, but it's a tough one. I can't tell you that I've, I've ever bowled and every ball's just come out beautifully because that's unfortunately never been the case. Um, there'll always be a, a bad ball in between. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't give you one off the top of my head, but sort of trying to just apply pressure to bowling loads with top balls in, in white ball cricket is sort of the way I try to go. I mean, we don't expect you to uh, um, have too many, as you say, fantastic spells with the ball, and uh, no one will, will ever chop your head off for that. But uh, when it comes to the bat, uh, it's a different story. You are an opening batsman. What are the pressures like in that situation? Look, I think in each each format, it, it, it varies, and it varies quite a bit as well. Um, if you're looking at the longer form, um, it's a massive challenge. Naturally, it's Assessing conditions um, up front, no one else is able to tell you how conditions are going to play. It's just you have to assess it yourself. And in in the longer format, you you need that long. And if if we're losing a couple of wickets up front, the team's on the back foot. And so that's that's sort of the biggest pressure that comes with it. And then in white ball cricket, I think to be honest, it's probably the best time to that in white ball cricket is is at the top. So you you get a little bit more freedom in a sense, but you also really need to ensure the team gets off to a good start so mm. we can cash in towards the back end or, or the back end of the inning. So it's a bit of a balance to to try and nail down. Um, but definitely in Red Bull cricket, it's, it's probably the toughest challenge, I reckon. Uh, let's talk about the last couple of months that would have, uh, I assume, be really. They would have been really tough for you. Uh, you hurt yourself in a uh, in a match. I think it was in Pune, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you get you know, back to full fitness and then Boxing Day again. And I remember thinking, oh, Aiden, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. how, how did you handle that? Look, I struggled to, to get over the one that happened in India. Naturally, it was a, a self-inflicted injury. Um, showing that I've, I've learned my lesson and definitely would never do again. Um, so that one to get over, to be honest with you, was, was a tough one. Mm. There's also MSL, which is a fun tournament, our local T20 tournament, and it was a it was a nice watching that from from the couch with sort of a cast on the hand. Uh, but we look then after that we, we recover and then boxing day, like you mentioned, broke a finger. And to be honest, that one has sat um, a lot better with me because it's it could happen to anyone, and it's, it really is just part of the game. If you roll back the years for as long as we can remember, cricketers suffer from broken fingers. It's just one of those things that happen. So um, that one was okay. Um, frustrating to not be playing. Um, like I mentioned, we, we just want to be on the park as cricketers. Um, so that was the only frustration I was dealing with. Um, but it also gave me a chance to enjoy some time off, um, spend some time with the family um, and, and get the mind right and, and could do a lot of fitness training as well. Um, in, in between so um, there were benefits from it but like I said also frustrating to, to have missed so much of the season and you missed quite a bit of the season and uh, you, you you obviously left out of the Proteas squad as well and uh, we've seen the Proteas now uh, with England Australia now in India well that uh, essentially it was just a, a merry-go-round trip they just went and, and came back to India uh, yeah. um, but you know you left out out of the Proteas squad and uh I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, um, as, as much as you weren't fit all the times, I mean, you were fit, what, two or three weeks ago, you think to yourself, this actually stings quite a bit. Yeah, it's never nice. Um, you, you always want to play for your country. It's, it's your dream growing up, and it remains your dream, to be honest with you, throughout your career. Um, it's sort of something that never gets old. You never get comfortable in a position because, you know, all the responsibilities and, and pressures that come with it. Um, so it's it's not nice to be left out, but I also understand 
why I've been left out and it is all down to myself. Um, so right now the, the focus is to try to score as many runs as possible um, without putting that pressure on myself. Um, and look, if, if it happens that I get back into the team and that would be lovely. Um, it is the goal, but it's not going to be the be all and end all. I think the, the main focus is scoring loads of runs and trying to win games for the Titans now. Um, and to be fair, what happens from there is not always in, in our control and you spoke about it earlier about controlling what you can um, so what I can control is hopefully scoring runs and trying to win games for Titans and from there we, we sort of just take it in our stride really Let's talk about the Titans um, how's your season been and um, you're up against the VKB Knights next uh, how are the preparations going for that match? Yeah they're going well thanks um, but naturally that, that game's basically become a quarter final because whoever wins that game on Sunday then goes through to the semis so it's an exciting game to be a part of any knockout game is is always thrilling and, and comes with that extra bit of sort of not nerves as well but also like excitement um, so the, the prep's been going well the team we've had an indifferent season um, but we've managed to get two wins now on the bounce so hoping to, to run with that little bit of momentum that we do have um, and sort of Baruchuba trying to get the win on Sunday when when you came out, uh, Aiden, uh, when you sort of broke onto the scene, and I think it was uh, your debut was against Bangladesh. Um, uh, Virat Kohli waxed lyrical about you in in, in your early days, and uh, what what has your relationship been like with the Indian skipper, and has he been supportive of you? Um, look, I think naturally a guy like Virat, I'll always look up to. Just he's obviously a genius with batting hand, and what he does on a cricket field is, is something you have to admire. Um, but to, to sort of get to know him a little bit off the field has been quite cool. I think because um, he's such a competitor, he might be seen in a bad way, but it's honestly not the case. Um, he's just desperate to win, and, and that's how you should be playing the sport. So um, we don't have a, a relationship where we, we keep in touch in the sense that we're chatting over the phone and stuff like that. But whenever we do see each other, we, we try to catch up, and there's a lot of interest and in, in sort of actual real feel about how's, how's it going with each other and, and things like that. So look, it's a guy I do try to learn from, um, but it's, not, it's, it's also not a person that I keep in touch with every week and, and things like that. Uh, in, in terms of the people that you do learn from who are professional cricketers, people you look up to, maybe past and present, um, mm. who would you say is one of your, your bigger influences in the game? <laughs> look, um, a lot of people have, have made a big influence, to be honest, Um I've been lucky in the sense that we've come across some, some great coaches and, and senior players as well. I think from a leadership point of view, Faf's been exceptional. Um, he's really taken me under his wing, so to say, and, and looked after me whenever I needed help. So so he played, he's played a big role so far. Um, and then coaching-wise, the pouch has been great since I've worked with him at the Titans. And then if you look years years before that, guys like Mark Charlton was the northern side, Peter De Brain, and actually, they're getting that under 19. And they've all played quite a big role as well. Edin Markram, we're going to leave it there. I thank you so much for your time tonight and all the best for the rest of the domestic season. Uh, keep safe, keep healthy, and we hope to see you back in the green and gold sooner rather than later. Same with you. Thanks a lot, and thank you for having me on the show. That is uh, Protea and uh, um, Titans, Multiply Titans opening batsman Aidan Markram as uh, he's looking to continue his journey back to full fitness and uh, I'm sure hopefully for him back to the Protea squad. It's 25 minutes to 8.